Now, back to the Larry Kudlow Show. Welcome back, folks. We welcome our great friend, Congressman Lee Zeldin, Republican candidate for governor of the state of New York. I refer to him as New York's last hope, and I will say it again many times, and I support him fully. And if you want to fix this city and state, you got to vote for Lee Zeldin. Lee, thank you for coming back on. I know you're a busy guy campaigning. You're closing the gap. The race is getting hotter and hotter. But the question is, what is Hochul afraid of? Why won't she debate you? She's a scaredy cat. It was on the front page of the New York Post yesterday. What is she? Why is she afraid of you? You're, you're, you're a nice guy. You know, you have good manners. You're civil. Why won't she debate you? She loses if she debates. She loses even more, though, if she doesn't debate. It really is time for these debates to happen. Absentee ballots start going out in six days. Early voting is now law in New York. It started a few years back uh, where people start voting a few weeks early going for the in-person vote, too. I believe that we should have at least five debates. She's trying to get away right now with none. She hasn't ex- accepted any debate request yet, and she doesn't want to talk about the issues that matter most to New Yorkers. So if anyone's trying to figure out, well, why would she not want to stand there on a the debate stage? Uh, for, partly there's contempt. She doesn't like to be challenged. Mm. Uh, she also knows that she's going to get called out for her really bad positions on crime, not supporting our men and women in law enforcement, the the policies that have New York leading the entire nation and population and, and New Yorkers struggling to afford to make ends meet. The corruption, we're all seeing the uh, the new stories that have been coming out the last few days about uh, how she gave an over $600 million contract to a top campaign supporter. It was a no-bid contract, mm. even though New York has competitive bidding laws. We mm. paid over twice the price for the COVID tests, and uh, New Yorkers ended up on the hook and spending an, an over quarter billion dollars more than they should the whole thing reeks of corruption and same day that the offer was made they ended up signing off on on this deal to a top campaign supporter to make them wealthy so uh yeah i i think if someone's trying to come up with a theory as to why she doesn't want to debate it's not going to go well for her yeah i think you're right she loses she loses both ways you have accepted some debate offers she said a month ago she would but she's now reneging on that i mean i think it's a crazy story um, what's she done here in this campaign? What has she said about improving, let's say, the crime climate? All right, getting rid of uh, getting rid of uh, these district attorneys, or what has she said about taxes and the economy, or what has she said about education, school choice, and what the kids are hearing? I mean, what has she said? It sounds to me like she said nothing. When I say that we need to overhaul Castle's bail in this state, we need to repeal that law. She says she needs more data. And you have to elect her to find out what her position might be in January. When I said that we need to fire Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg for his refusal to enforce the law, she said he just got there, cut him some slack, he's doing his job. When I was out there demanding that the murder charge on Jose Alba get dropped, He was that bodega employee, as you know, who got attacked and he had to defend himself. He got sent into Rikers. Kathy Oakel says it's a local matter. She's not going to get involved. I oppose congestion pricing. She supports congestion pricing. Let's debate it. Uh, New York State has a ban on a safe extraction of natural gas. Uh, The southern tier and some other counties are desperate for reversing the state's ban. I support reversing the state's ban. Let's debate it. Uh, Right now you have 
uh, a lot of New Yorkers who believe that we should lift the cap on charter schools, as you uh, just alluded to. And as you mentioned, school choice, no kids should have access to a quality education, regardless of race and ethnicity and wealth or whatever your your zip code is that you live you live in. So let's debate it. I mean, I have positions that would reverse the state's attack on wallet safety, freedom, and the quality of our kids' education. I believe that my policies will reverse the state's decline. I believe that it will save the state. I also believe that she's on the wrong side of all of these issues. And to a certain extent, it's obvious that she knows that, too, because she doesn't want to stand next to me and defend her positions. Instead, she, she has declared that I'm no longer a New Yorker, and she demanded that I get on a bus and I move to Florida. That's what we're dealing with here. <laughs> You're no longer in New So the, on that point, this is an interesting point. So New York is a sanctuary city and state. Uh, we are watching the um, woke progressive liberals in Martha's Vineyard get mugged by reality. All right. But the story is a big story. And uh, New York is a part of that story. Now, is she, is she uh, you know, whining about getting more federal money? Instead of closing the borders and stopping the fentanyl scourge and stopping the sex trafficking and, and breaking the law, is, is she one of these that just wants more federal money to deal with the illegals? Oh, she's it's actually been even worse than that. She's just been... AWOL. She's been silent. As the planes were coming in, she had nothing to say. When the buses started coming in, she started to say a little bit, but it was really just to engage in partisan rhetoric because she was looking for a red state boogeyman. Mm. Uh, But actually what she's doing up in Albany is incentivizing and rewarding illegal entry, passing uh, new laws that, that only encourage more people to come here illegally, supporting other uh, longer standing laws that make it harder for law enforcement to be able to do their job to secure the state to defend taxpayers. So she's actually been pretty much AWOL. And, uh, you know, it's important for her to call on the Biden administration. She won't do this, but it's important for her to call on the Biden administration to finish construction of the border wall and catch and release and force the remain in Mexico policy support Customs and Border Patrol and to stop incentivizing and rewarding illegal entry at the national level. We could stop the border crisis, but we need more governors to be sounding off and sticking up for their citizens. Kathy Hochul has not done any of what I just said, Mm. and she's also not looking to take care of business here at home. When people are coming in, I want to know when they're coming, who's coming, who they are, where they're from. I want to know about about their background. If you want to be so concerned about, uh, you know, a COVID emergency in your state, you want to hoard powers that you claim for yourself without permission from the state legislature. How are you silent about people who are coming into the country? Not only have they not gotten a COVID shot, they haven't many. There are a whole bunch of people come in and they haven't received all sorts of other vaccines either. There's a hypocrisy, double standard dynamic to this with Hochul. Uh, and really, if I was to categorize her position, her leadership on all this, there's no better way to describe it as AWOL. She really is a far left, an extremist on the far left on all these issues. I mean, for example, Lee, what exactly is her plan to renovate New York's lagging economy? New York has one of the worst economies in the country. New York has among the highest tax burdens in the country. New York's budgeting spends the most per capita in the country. This is all damaging business and the economy and jobs and wages. What has she done 
to ameliorate those problems. She doesn't have a plan. And what is going on in her head is if she can just get reelected, then maybe you'll you can find out where she stands on something later. Now, I happen to believe that before the election comes up, now is the time for us to put out our plans. I believe that we have to bring spending under control in the state. I support a state spending cap. We need to get rid of the estate tax. I have to be in favor of getting rid of the income tax, too. But even if you're able to lower the income tax rate in the state to 3 or 4%, that would be big progress. We need people in charge of state agencies who are business-friendly. Stop picking winners and losers and level the playing field. And you have state grants that go out to people based on political connections but if you don't have the political connections despite your your merit you're just going to end up coming up short so all of these things and far more need to change um, but everything that i just mentioned to you unfortunately this isn't something where she's able to stand next to me and say well i agree with them on this i agree with them on that no actually she's all in favor of spending more she's been in favor of taxing more it's her people who run the state agencies right now into the ground and not approaching it with a pro-business mindset. She wants the hoard power to be able to give out grants, picking winners and losers, because she wants to secure campaign contributions as part of that process of giving out the money. So uh, it is night and day compared to what she is doing and saying and thinking compared to where I am. That's why she doesn't want to debate, Lee Zeldin. She doesn't want to go head to head with you. It's not like, I mean, he, look at you're a very civil person, civility person. You're not going to yell and scream. You will talk about issues as you just have analytically. You have a vision. You have proposals. You want to change. I mean, as I've said a million times, I believe you're the last best hope for this state's future. She won't stand up and debate this stuff. She won't inform the voters. I don't get it. Well, it's not. this isn't her choice. That That's the, the part of this that... It really shows contempt for for New Yorkers. Mm. They're not your apostles. They're they are your residents. You're supposed mm. public service is about serving them, not being served by the public. All right, Lee Zeldin, Congressman Lee Zeldin, closing the gap, heading for victory for governor of the state of New York. Our last best hope. I'm Cudlow, folks. When we come back, we're going to talk about the big turnaround in the Ukraine. Things are looking much better over there. I'm, please stick around. 